You're listening to Keystone Cold Cases, a podcast where we reignite cold cases across Pennsylvania. Hey, it's Janelle. Hey, it's Melissa. And I'm Shan. Well, if you are listening to this episode, that means you are officially a Keystone Cold Cases Patreon member. Yay! That's awesome. Welcome. We are so happy to have you. Give give yourselves a round of applause. Um, We appreciate you and thank you for listening. Thank you for liking us. I know that can be tough. Um, And we're all super excited to be a part of the Keystone Cold Case community. So I know we have an exciting episode tonight, so I am going to stop talking and hand it over to Shan. Thank you. Um, Today's episode is about Maurice Chivarella. She was a nine-year-old girl born November 25th of 1954, and she was from Hazleton, PA. Hazleton is in Luzerne County. Um, It's one of the world's largest anthracite coal mines, which I did not know. Um, And it's the second biggest city in Luzerne County. Um, on a regular but cold Wednesday morning and um, on March 18th, 1964, things changed for Hazleton. Uh, the number one song on the charts was I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles. Aww. And only, I know, I love that song. <laughs> um, just to kind of give like idea of where we were in time, only three days earlier in New York City, Kitty Genovese had been brutally stabbed to death outside her apartment. And you might know this case because It was reported that 35 witnesses in her apartment building saw what was going on or heard what was going on, and no one called the police because there was no 911. That's so sad. Like, people weren't sure necessarily how to contact the police, so they weren't. And they had said that if people had been able to contact the police, she may have lied. I mean, may have survived. So after all the outrage from, like, the lack of help from Good Samaritans, um, it spawned the creation of 911 in America. That's so cool. Yeah. 911 did not exist in America at the time that we're going to talk about Maurice's case. It didn't the first 911 call wasn't actually made until 4 years later. Wow. That's insane to think yeah. about that there was just no 911. Yeah, I I didn't even I didn't know that. So that's yeah. And like and it's not that long ago. Like my parents were alive at this time. Like my parents were alive before 911 was insane. accessible to everyone. Yeah. So anyway, tangent. Um, Maurice was, like I said, she was nine. She was very quiet and sweet. She played the organ and she wanted to become a nun, which I thought was like the cutest thing I'd ever heard about a nine-year-old. Um, she also really loved jumping rope. Um, on that particular day, March 18th, she left her home early. She was walking to school by herself, but she normally walked with her three brothers and her sister. Um, But she left early that day because it was a special day for her teachers at school and she wanted to give them canned goods for their party um, and she wanted to attend mass. So she left early without any of her siblings and that was very unusual. Um, She was last seen at 8.10 um, in the morning, but she never made it to school. It was only a half mile walk and apparently her family knew very quickly that she had been marked absent from school. So I'm not sure if her siblings found out. I could not, I couldn't really find exactly how they knew. Um, but she also did not return home for lunch. And that was also very unusual. She did that almost every single day. So her cousin even 
told some media that they she remembers skipping school that day. Like they knew something was going on and like all the family was out looking for her, like instead of being in school. Do you think that um, at that time the school would like call the parents if their kids weren't there? Because I feel like a lot of cases we hear about, especially from prior to the 90s, where it's like the schools just didn't make a habit of calling parents if their kids weren't there. No sources said exactly how the parents or the family was alerted, but that she was marked absent from school and she didn't come home at lunchtime. Okay. So I'm not sure if it was like maybe her siblings found out she didn't make it to school because they went to the same school but came in later. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening to the preview of the first Patreon episode for Keystone Cold Cases. We are so excited for our Patreon and we can't wait for you to join us there. Visit our website, kccpod.com, to find more information about our Patreon.